0: Welcome back, everyone, to the FGF Podcast, a God-loving podcast. I'm your host, Frank, and here I have my lovely wife, Giselle.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: God bless everyone. God bless. Uh, so today we got another episode, and it's it's a good one. It's something that I've actually done a study on, and I think it's a good topic to talk about and very important. I don't think it's just important to me, but I think it's important for everyone to kind of receive as well right this to is know a, mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's a very big big topic uh and it's something that personally to me the lord has spoken to me about and truly it's something that i cherish completely because of the importance uh, the the importance of it but before we go into the topic just want to let you know we do have a new podcast out it's called real stories of miracles and hope And that's on video platform, which if you want to watch the video platform, you can watch it on Spotify. If you don't, you can listen to the regular audio wherever you listen to your podcast now as well. If you want to check out the Rumble channel, you can as well for additional content. There I go live stream every every so often, and that's just for additional content. All the descriptions will be down below if you want to check those out. And also, we do have a real stories of miracles and hope social media page on Twitter at RSM Hope. And there you can share your stories with us where we can go ahead and share it on the podcast. And be able to talk about those things.
1: And guys, please share. I am dying to hear what, what, what how God has blessed each and every single one of you. Amen, um, share amen. your stories. I, I, I would love to hear them.
0: Yeah, we, we want to share them. Because you never know if you'll be blessing somebody with your story. And helping somebody through a situation or, or something like that. It can be very uplifting. And that's the purpose of that show, right? So... Now, with that being said, let's, that begin. Out the way, <laughs> let's go ahead and start. So one thing is what we're going to be talking about is pastor. What is a pastor? What are they supposed to do? Okay. And it's very important that we know this. It's very, very important because personally, I believe that pastors aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. The proper thing nowadays. Right. And there could be many reasons, personal, flesh, whatever, spiritual but there's a way of being a pastor. And it's very important that we know what it is and how it is. Now, I may not go into a deep, deep explanation of it. I may toss a, a lot of information, but like not as deep as when I did my study. And we may end up coming back to it.
1: Doing like a second part. Like a second
0: it. part. Yeah, exactly. Where we can go deeper into uh, the, the purpose and all these things. Like of a pastor. part two. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today we just want to talk about basically a little bit of the fundamentals the fundamentals on what what is a pastor what what should they be doing mm-hmm. and whether or not do you see or find the word pastor in the bible because that's another thing that that's a weird one but we're gonna go ahead and talk about that today so before I go into it, I do want to ask my wife what do you think is a pastor and what do what are they supposed to do
1: I'm on the hot seat right now. <laughs> yeah you are you just kidding are. Um, uh, what I think what a pastor is is a person who's a leader okay um, a leader that um, handles everything that goes within inside the church in the okay. ministry um, from big to small um, that's what I think um, they have to it's it's I, I do know that it's a really important it's it's important role um, it's not being church. it's not easy to be a pastor. Um, especially, I mean, if you have family, you got to juggle family and then church. And I can, I can, I can, I can't imagine how difficult, how hard it is, but at the same time fulfilling. Um, and I also, uh, when I think about the word pastor, I think about, um, a leader, a a shepherd that Mm. takes, that takes care of their sheep. And when I say sheep, I'm referring to us, the church, the the people, the members, um, and uh making sure that the sheep's are being guided cuz when you think about a shepherd, right? What does the shepherd do to the sheep's? Like they keep them all together.
0: Yeah.
1: Without a without one leaving, going to a different direction. Correct. That even when the shepherd is walking, like you'll see that the sheep's are all all together in a row, following each Found other. Them. Correct. So that's what that's how I see a pastor, Amen. and I think it's also in the Bible, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Cause if I, I mean, I wouldn't sit here and say I know the the whole complete Bible because I my memory, I wish my memory would my memory was that great, but uh, I'll be honest, it's not that good <laughs> for me to remind you know memorize Remember. word by word how the Bible describes it. Yeah. But um, based on what your question is, that's what I think a pastor
0: is so pastor and shepherd is uh used synonymously uh pastor i try to research i try to find pastor and on on the bible app and it was hard for me to find anything all i kept seeing was shepherd 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 so uh, a pastor is a shepherd when you really think about it okay now here because i like i said i did do a study so i'm gonna go ahead and give you the definition of a pastor okay uh, a pastor by definition is a minister in charge of a christian church or congregation that is the definition of a pastor and then the verb is uh be a pastor of a church or congregation that's the verb now look at the definition of a shepherd the definition of a shepherd is a person who tends and rears sheep right so they gather sheep uh they tend to the sheep meaning that they take care of the sheep okay the verb is uh, tend as a shepherd uh then another one is guide or direct in a particular direction that's what a shepherd does okay. they guide or direct in a particular direction okay Now, I have a whole bunch of scriptures for this, (laughs) but I'm not going to read all the scriptures. Um, I think that we're going to, it's going to be more of a conversation, more talking about it. But I do want to read something here. So let me go ahead and I'm just going to read the first one here. And this is Ephesians four eleven through 16. And we read this in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And he gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the shepherds and teachers. It doesn't say pastors. It says shepherds and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, from whom the whole body joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped when each part is working properly makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love that's a i know that's a lot i know that's a lot but i'll just read the top part one last time okay and he gave the apostles the prophets the evangelists the shepherds it doesn't say pastor says shepherds okay and teachers to equip the saints to equip the saints which is the church right for the work of ministry for building up the body of christ until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of christ so i'm not going to read any further than that but i i I wanted to clarify it doesn't say pastor it says shepherd one thing that i want I, i want to bring up again right is the definition right a minister pastor a minister in charge of a christian church or congregation it says in charge okay when i read shepherd there's a difference look at how it sounds right in charge is a pastor but a shepherd is a person who tends and rears sheep. which one sounds more loving just from the sounds of it. One who is in charge or one who tends. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then not only that. In the verb, a shepherd is one who guides or direct in a particular direction. Mm. The reason why I say this is because... We live in a time where a lot of pastors don't want to do what the pastors are supposed to do. A shepherd's job is never ending. A shepherd's job doesn't end when they go to sleep. If they go to sleep and there's a wolf that attacks their sheep in the middle of the night and the shepherd hears his sheep cry, what is he supposed to do?
1: Go after, see what's going on.
0: He's supposed to see what's going on. What's it, doesn't happening. Matter. it doesn't matter if it's three. It doesn't matter if it's four in the morning. He has to get up. He has to tend his sheep. He has to take care of his sheep. He has to go find out what is the issue, what is going on, what is disturbing them. Mm-hmm. And he has to fight for that sheep. If there's a wolf, he's not supposed to back down. He's supposed to fight and make sure that his sheep is taken care of. Are
1: protected.
0: Are protected. We live in a time where pastors don't want to be bothered. Oof. We live in a time that you cannot call a pastor at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. We live in a time where a pastor will tell you, Hey, don't call me at 3 in the morning. Why don't you pray? When the pastor is supposed to wake up at three, in the, 3 o'clock in the morning and say, You know what? Stay on the phone with me. Let's pray right now. That wolf is coming to attack you. Let's go ahead. I'm down. Let's go. I understand. There's a lot of things I understand. But let's make this clear. The Bible doesn't say pastor. The pastor. The Bible says shepherd, a shepherd tends to his flocks. A shepherd takes care of his sheep. A shepherd wakes up at three, four in the morning to make sure that the wolf isn't eating their sheep. The shepherd makes sure that the sheeps follow him. The shepherd makes sure that if one strays away, that they go get him. It's funny because you hear pastors preach all the time about shepherds, but are they truly shepherds? It's easy to be in charge of something and telling people to do something. And yes, I hear it all the time. And God, Lord, I understand this. And and, and anybody that hears this should understand where I'm coming from at this moment. Everyone, I understand that it can be very... Heavy, It it can be a heavy weight on your shoulder To carry a church But it's not your job to carry the church It's supposed to be God He is the head He is the head You're supposed to be guided by the Holy Spirit God is the one who gives you strength The Holy Spirit is who dwells in you So that whole entire concept of Yeah, I'm not waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning Cut that out Wasn't Paul in prison writing to his church? Did that stop him from writing to his church? No. His sheep, his sheep needed words. They were going astray. Did prison stop him from writing? But pastors nowadays lay home in bed. They're not in prison. But they don't want to wake up at three o'clock in the morning to pray for a brother. Or sister, we live in a time right now that, and th- this this is very hard. This is very. This is coming from a place of love, and a righteous anger. And I and I have to say this. Because in reality, there's plenty of people that go through spiritual warfare. That never been in spiritual warfare. There's a lot of people that struggle with prayer. And other things. Right. And they wish. Because me. I'll sit here and speak for myself. I've had trouble sleeping for years. And sometimes I wish I had a person that I can call at 3 o'clock in the morning. At 2 o'clock in the morning that can pray for me. That can pray with me. Go ahead and call a pastor at 3 o'clock in the morning. Let's see what's going to happen. It's a 50-50 shot. And when I say 50-50, it may be this. This is exactly how it may go. I'll pray for you real quick, a five-minute prayer, or we'll talk about it tomorrow. I didn't know that when a shepherd goes out to fight a wolf off, Right? That just because he sees the wolf run off, he's going to go back in and lay in bed immediately. I'm pretty sure if a shepherd fights a wolf off, he's going to wait a little bit to make sure that that wolf doesn't come back. I'm pretty sure he's waiting out there, even if he's tired, even if he's exhausted, even if he knows he has to wake up in a few hours. I'm pretty sure that that shepherd will wait out there to make sure that that wolf doesn't come back. But we're minimizing everything. Ah, uh, listen, uh, it's too—it's too late. It's three o'clock in the morning. How about this? We talk about it tomorrow. Call me tomorrow, or we'll talk about it in church. Churches have become so big that pastors don't even know every member of the church. Churches have gotten so big where people really don't have a relationship. With the people that go to church. And the sad thing is, is that that's not how it should be. Unless you're an apostle, that's different. But if you're a pastor, if you're a shepherd, I'm pretty sure. As a matter of fact, look at this. Look, Look at this. How can a shepherd know if a sheep went missing if they didn't know how many sheep they had? That means that a shepherd knows Each sheep that they have How they look Probably how they act My whole thing is this As a pastor Your, your duty is, is to the church You're supposed to be of service To God You're supposed to direct the church What is the church? The church isn't the temple The church is the people The sheep Is us And we're the church Your job is to guide us And when you guide us Right? When you guide us If one falls astray Two falls astray Three falls astray Your job is to step out And seek them And yes there are wolves in sheep clothing Yes there's goats And yes there's all these things But that's for the Holy Spirit to tell you That's not for you to assume That's not for you to jump in
1: And I really um, I really wish Pastors could understand that That when a sheep goes astray Mm -hmm. They go after them because there's a lot of pastors that don't do anything about their sheep.
0: Or they quit immediately after like right. three calls, four calls. It's like, oh, that's it. Jesus. <laughs> how many beatings did Jesus take before he went up on that cross? A lot. And we're talking about, oh, yeah, I'm only calling you five times and I'm calling it a day. Come on, man. The suffering that Jesus went through for us. Is nothing comparable to you calling somebody consistently to make sure that they are well with God. Yes, salvation is individual. Yes, a person has a choice. Yes, a person has a free will. But you as a pastor, you are a shepherd. You are a shepherd. The sad thing is, and one thing, and I'm speaking about this out of my personal experience. I've been in churches where I've left because something's happened. Church hurt, let's say that, right? Church hurt. But the pastor would never reach out to me. The pastor wouldn't call me, wouldn't ask me what was wrong, why did I leave? I would just go.
1: And never hear, and that was that. Never hear
0: anything. That is not a pastor. That is not a shepherd. I Listen You can have All the degrees you want You can sit there And tell the world That you fast 30 days 30 nights You can tell everybody <laughs> Everything that you did But if you fail To do your job Which is the will of God And what is Asked of Right mm-hmm. Of the word And we see the apostles Do this Listen The apostles Weren't pastors They were apostles. They opened churches. They ran churches. They were apostles. They did a better job of what pastors are supposed to do in one church. I agree. A pastor is in charge of one church. Apostles are in charge of multiple. You're telling me in one church, even if there's 200 people, you should know those 200 people's names you should have contact with those 200 people because guess what they are your sheep how can you know if a sheep went missing if you don't know your 200 how and i won't bother to say something that most people ain't going to like but it's going to be the truth are you going to notice when the offerings aren't adding up are you going to notice when the the ties aren't adding up Is that when you're going to notice that a sheep left? It shouldn't be like that. You should know every person that's in your church. You should know them. And I'm not saying that you should have the closest relationship to them. But what I'm saying is you should have some sort of relationship with them. You have to know when the sheep goes astray. You have to know because how are you supposed to fight? How are you supposed to go and get them? How are you supposed to, if you don't know, Mm -hmm. you have to know these things. You know, it hurts me and it makes me want to cry. And just thinking about it makes me want to cry.
1: Because we've been, we've been there.
0: But, but not only that, it's because of this. It's because of this. There's people that want to give up. When they become pastors and they want to give up, yet they don't even do what a pastor is supposed to do. You give up with doing half the job and you want to turn away from everything. And I know that this is very hard for this is going to be a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. But I've heard. The shepherd preaching plenty of times. But I never seen the shepherd's preaching actually being used in action. The one thing that I hear a lot of pastors say, and I know you'll agree with me with this, Mm -hmm. is, yeah, I'm your pastor. And yeah, I'm going to pray for you. But at the end of the day, it's on you
1: hmm because salvation is individual. individual
0: that's their favorite thing <laughs> that's their favorite thing you're right and it's sad that's not how it's supposed to be it's not you don't tell your sheep hey it's up to you you know like I'm gonna pray for you but if you leave you leave no you're saying if you leave you leave in a nicer way but that's not how it works I should be able, and I understand it in a way, it's not, it's not, listen, it's borderline. It's really borderline because the human in us says, the human in us says, yeah, we don't want to disturb a pastor at three o'clock in the morning. They have family, they have rest, they probably work, right? And you can be understanding of that, right? But at the same time, what is a pastor's job? You get what I'm trying to say. Right. There's a line. If you're going to do God's will and you're going to do God's calling properly. You have to properly understand that there's going to be a bigger sacrifice than what you think. I tell I tell people. Any brethren that, that I speak to. And I said this with one brother. um That. Hasn't been coming to church. I'm not going to say his name or anything like that, but he's called me twice mistakenly, and I told him straight up. I said, "Call me whenever." I said, "Call me whenever if you need prayer, if you need whatever. Call me whenever, whether it's in the middle of the night, whatever. Call me whenever. I'm a brother and I'm not a pastor." I'm a brother. I'm not a pastor. And you know I'm not a pastor. Mm -hmm. I'm not even a preacher. I'm just a man that loved the word of God. And I love God. And and, and I believe that God is great and powerful. And he works in miraculous ways and all these things. He is the one true God. But at the end of the day, if I'm willing to receive a call at 3 o'clock in the morning to pray for a brother, to speak to a brother in need... Shouldn't a pastor be willing to as well? I agree. Knowing that that is part of their duty. I agree. And it's funny because I know that there's going to be some pastors that's going to be like, that's not part of our duty. The Bible is picturing a pastor as a shepherd. If God is using the shepherd as the image of what a pastor is. You have to understand that the shepherd's duty and all of its duty is your duty. It's not a portion. The Bible doesn't say, oh, yeah, a portion of your job is being a shepherd. It calls you a shepherd. It doesn't say, oh, yeah, you got to do half the job of a shepherd. No, shepherd. It amazes me how Jesus, Jesus himself being God, was servicing us when we can't even service ourselves. People, we need to wake up. Pastors, if you're listening to this, listen. We love you. We know that God uses you and all these things. But we need to start being true shepherds. Pastors, we need to be start, we, we need to start being true shepherds. Not a portion, not a part. I understand you may have family. You may not. Whatever the case may be, you may work, you may not. But if this is a calling, a true calling from the most high to you and your life. You have to understand that you have to do the job of a shepherd completely and entirely. And you cannot limit that work. Because the word of God doesn't tell you to limit it. God doesn't say not once in the Bible to limit the work of a shepherd, but to be like a shepherd. Amen. We need to wake up and realize it. This is why we have so many people that leave the churches, because there's people that can't sleep at night people that are going through spiritual warfare at night that can't call a pastor, that can't call a person at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning that needs somebody to be with them, praying with them at that moment. We need to be fighting the wolves. We need to be fighting for our sheep. We need to be able to go and get our sheep back when they're leaving. We need to know how many sheep we have, We need to know each and every individual sheep that we have their names. We need to know all of it because if we don't, then we fail. Mm -hmm. If we don't, we're not doing what God really wants us to do. And that whole entire thing about salvation is individual. It is, but there's a difference between a goat, a wolf, and a sheep. You can't just quit on a person just because you want to quit on them. Shouldn't you be guided by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit tell you if it's worth it or not? Don't base it off of your own judgment, especially, especially if you're running by emotions. That's the reality of the whole entire thing. But I'm going to leave it at that I'm going to leave it at this right now. Um, I don't know about you, but I, I felt like I, I went in a little bit on this topic. And I didn't even go through the whole entire thing. Like, the whole I, entire thing. Like I This is just
1: like a a, a glimpse of, of just a just I, a taste of, of everything
0: that... I didn't even get into my self-notes or anything like that. <laughs> like, I didn't get into it. But this is something that I felt in my heart to, to really talk about because... And share. And share because we, we need to do better. And I say we, but I'm not a pastor, but in the sense of if you're calling as a pastor, if you're currently a pastor, we need to be doing better. We need to be there. We need to be the shepherd that God called us to be. With all that being said, I hope that this was a blessing. I hope this opened your eyes to certain things. I hope this touched you. I hope that the Lord is working with you and that if Your calling is to be a pastor. I hope that this has brought something to your attention and something that you can pray on and meditate on that God may truly drive you into doing the will of the Lord correctly. And if you are a pastor, hopefully this is something that truly reveals something to you that's different. With all that being said, thank you everyone for listening. God bless everyone. Till next time. Till next time. God bless.